All right, Alexa, we're going to play What's Worse. Are you ready? Your kid sneezes in your mouth or your kid poops on you? <laughs> I have to say, it depends if it's like your six-year-old yeah. or your baby. Because if it's like they sneeze in yeah. your mouth, you're like, I love you so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. baby, so cute. <laughs> six-year-old, you're like, oh. Yeah, exactly. I know. Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas, and this is In-House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In-House. Hi, guys. Welcome back to In-House with me, Ariel Charnas. This podcast is all about my world and everything that keeps me busy. We're continuing the conversation around friendship as we welcome another one of my best friends to the podcast, Alexa Lee. Alexa is the founder of Alexa Lee, a contemporary jewelry line. She was born in California, but grew up in Aspen, Colorado, before attending Syracuse University in upstate New York. She later moved to New York City and became the e-com and creative director for Necessary Clothing and Bandier. While there, she started experimenting with her own jewelry line in 2010, before going out on her own full-time in 2016. She now happily resides in Miami, Florida with her husband and three adorable children. Alexa has continued to grow as a brand over the past couple of years and has expanded the line from her iconic balls to charms a chain collection, fine jewelry, and personalized pieces. I am excited to introduce Alexa to the podcast as we talk about friendship, being entrepreneurs, and managing work-life balance as mothers. Welcome, Alexa. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. So we have, I feel like we have a lot, this is not going to just be one podcast, me and you. I feel like we have, or one episode, we have a lot to talk about. That's very true. The intro kind of says that you started jewelry later on, but I feel like you always dabbled with like jewelry. You always like did it on the side of whatever you were doing. I always loved jewelry. Well, I was, I was always creative. So either drawing and then I was always kind of drawn to jewelry. You know, like if you and I would walk into a store, I would kind of like beeline for the jewelry case. Like I still do. Um, And so I ended up just starting the line. It was actually my dad, a necklace that I had loved broke and I couldn't get a new one. I couldn't find it. They didn't make it anymore. And my dad was kind of like, why don't you just make it yourself? And he said it so casually that I was like, yeah, that's um, cool. No big deal. I just totally make myself. (laughs) Um, So it started with that, just really one piece and then kind of started making other pieces and then... And it started with fine jewelry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just fine I remember jewelry. I was the model. You were. <laughs> that was really fun. So, I mean, that kind of, I could just jump into how we met. Yeah. Um, Alexa and I have kind of been like. Circling. Connected from. Yeah. It's weird. We went to camp together. We went to college together. And our husbands happened to be best friends from college. Yeah. and. Alex and I never like really were friends before that, but we like always knew each other from all of the the places that we were together. Yeah. When we really got together was when I started the blog. Alexa reached out. This is before jewelry. I guess she was yeah. considering photography. It was just a hot side, yeah. side hobby. You're a Gemini. Hustle. You're like, yeah, what exactly. can I do? That's yeah. creative. Yeah. So you started getting into photography and then she reached out to me and was like, like, hey, stranger, you don't know me. It was so good. So she wrote me and she was like, I'm like taking photography classes and I would love to take the photos for you for your blog. And I was like, okay, cool. We mm-hmm. met at Bergdorf's. 
And I totally did not. Like I posed really, on the windowsills. Yeah. Well, you, I didn't really know what I was doing. I think I can tell you that now, you know, but I <laughs> was like, fake it. I've always been a fake it till you make it kind of person. So I was like, oh, I got this. I'll figure it out. And I just felt like if I was confident in pretending like I knew what I was doing, oh my God. it would be and fine. By the way, I didn't know a good picture if it smacked me in the head. So I was like, wow, <laughs> this is so blurry and like cool and artistic. I was like, yeah, it's very, it's art. It's different. It's art. It's a, it's perspective. You're like, get on the windowsill and like lean against the mannequin. Look out, we posted into those. The, yeah, look out into the, look out into the, it was really bad. It was really bad. But I was like, wow, she's so cool. And her photos, her photos <laughs> are so again. cool. And then again. we just kept taking pictures together for the blog. And then the guy that I always talk about in my like story of how I started something Navy had broken up with me. And Alexa was like my saving grace. Like I just jumped into revenge and looking beautiful. Oh my God. Do you remember those pictures? I'm thinking of the ones from your apartment with yeah. like the popcorn. I was picturing the, the popcorn and- one. I was picturing the popcorn <gasps> one. I think you were also screwing in a light bulb or like, yeah, <laughs> like fixing the chandelier. <laughs> oh my God. Those were so bad. So I just like was at her apartment 24 seven, just taking photos. And like, she was like, you look really good in this picture. Like, this is gorgeous. Like, this is going to get him back. Like, that was the whole like point of the blog for the next like three months. And then um, one time when I went to her apartment, Brett was there. I like don't remember his face. Like when I think about that day, Mm -hmm. but like I remember just like him lying on the couch with a computer. Mm, Sounds accurate. And I remember saying to him, like, do you have any like cute friends? And you and him were like, yeah, like he has so many friends from college. Like, what's your type? And I was like, he has to have like a six pack and be like really tall, with long hair and like surf. surfer and type. Like, yeah, I don't have. Yeah, we're like, like, I don't no. have anyone like that. No. Fast forward, I met Brandon in Cabo. And then when we came back in January, he was like, we're going to go on a double date with my best friend from college. I was like, OK, cool. And we get to the restaurant and it's Alexa sitting there. And that's. And the rest and is history. The rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's been our our journey and our story. And we've been together since and best friends since. Yeah. And it's interesting because throughout all the phases, I have other friends that are coming onto the podcast who are close friends of mine, but I think it's safe to say that you're my best friend. And that's because we've been friends for so long long. and before anything for both of us, you know, like we just always had some connection. So before you started your jewelry line, we skipped over the fact that you weren't ad sales and you were miserable. Yes. We could, those were the dark, dark days. How did you feel like safe enough to make the leap, the jump to following your passion? You know, when you had such a steady job and income, you know? No. And, and then I was really lucky. I owe it to you actually that I got out. I was like, come be with me. Yeah. You were working at Necessary Clothing. I just like always wanted you like around. <laughs> I was like, can you just, just come hang out with me? Here? You're like, sure. Yeah, I was like, sounds good. But we had fun at Necessary. Those were like, we did. That was fun. I just feel like it was very carefree, but I also like learned a lot there. A lot. With just, I don't know, structure and discipline, like just having to like be somewhere on time and I feel like we were building this whole website and it was the first time that like e-com was becoming a huge thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And we got to like style the models. We shipped out the packages. We did everything. Everything. It was really fun. It was fun. Do you feel like as a female entrepreneur, do you feel like there's support amongst other female entrepreneurs and women? Or do you feel like it's more like hostile and 
competitive? Such a good question. I don't know. Don't you? I mean, I think some. I don't know. I think some people say they're supportive and they're not. You know, yeah. Like put it. They're like like, women support women. Then you're like, but you don't support me. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Really? Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I try to. I try to be. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I try not to compare. I try to just think that, you know, we all have a different version of what success looks like to us. And maybe what you want is different than what I want and what the next next person wants. And so we don't have to um, compete right. with one another, actually. You right. Know, we can just, there's room. There's, there's totally room. room. Yeah. Okay. So what advice do you have for young women listening and thinking of becoming entrepreneurs? Do you have your, do you know what your answer would be? I know I'm thinking right now. I actually think I would say, um, don't do it now. No, no, I would say my biggest, (laughs) my biggest piece of advice is like what we were just talking about is just try really hard to like focus and look straight ahead and not look at other people and compare yourself because you are unique as you're your own person and you bring something different to the table. So I think comparing is a very hard, um, it's it's can really hurt you. Yeah. So to try to really just focus, look straight ahead, build a great team with great people around you who are as passionate as you are. I agree. That's um, a good one. Have a good business strategy. Yeah. Play to I your like strengths. I never had one of those. Play to your strengths. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know what you are good at and what you're not good at. Yeah. And find people to bring on that are good at those things. Yeah. You know. I agree. That's what I would say. No, I agree. I, I, yeah, I concur. Managing work-life balance. What is the one thing you aim to do each day to find some sort of balance? There, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, there is it. And I feel like it's something that everyone is trying to have, regardless if you have kids or not, it's always about this like work-life balance this situation. Yeah. And I, and I think depending on like where you are in your life or your career or with kids or no kids, um, maybe the scale tips more heavily one way or the other, you know? Right. Um, I think I'm way tipped to the the family (laughs) side of things right now. Yeah, but but, you should be. You just had your seven month old baby. Yeah. But that brings me to my next question, which is mom guilt. We love, we love her. Let's talk about mom guilt in general. And Will you share some of what you struggle with regarding the guilt you feel as a mom, like with work and kids? I mean, like, how do you handle it? How do you not handle it? How do we fix it? I don't know. How do we make her go away? <laughs> I think it, I, we, I wish we could, you know? I know. I think she just exists once you have a baby. It's just like. But you know what's funny about mom guilt is that even if like I'm not at work, I still will have the mom guilt because I have th- we have three. Yeah. So it's like it's like I want to take like a bath today, but like if I take a bath, like I'm the worst mom <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Eat. Like this kid didn't get much. Yeah. Do you think you're allowed to eat? Yeah. No. No way. way. Like Not stop if- it. No. Pro- like seated, sitting down. Like you know. No. No. You got to go. You are a to go <laughs> mom now. end of story yeah i know it's it's rough it is rough and i don't think i don't know i don't think it ever goes away it's more just sort of like accepting it and being yeah it's like anxiety (laughs) 
I see you. Yeah. I know you're not going anywhere. But like, you know, give me a minute. Yeah. And again, I think it's one of those things I've just tried to like release myself a little bit from. And you know what my inner mantra has been lately, honestly, is I'm I'm doing the best I can. I love that. Doing the best I can. I love that. No, I love that. I think that's very, I don't know. It just, it, it would probably make me feel really good about myself if I repeated that yeah. constantly. No, seriously, when something's going, if I'm, if I catch myself with, a, you know, situation where I'm mom guilting about something and, or not being a good uh, wife or not being a good business owner or whatever. You're doing the best you can. I'm doing the best I can. That's it. What is something that surprised you in motherhood that no one told you about? I think I know your answer to this, but... Oh, well, what yeah. were you going to say? I was going to say yeah. all of it. Like, I mean, yeah, I, so I let me count the ways. I know that you're just a completely different person. Everything changes. Everything changes. I was going to say you would. your answer would be the one thing that pops to my head is what you always talk about on Instagram with breastfeeding. Oh, yeah. That one was definitely a surprise. You just learned what it is now with your third baby. Uh, the end, at the end of my second. I figured it out with Dean, but that's a long, that's too many, that's too long to not know. Yeah. Yeah. Deemer is like a weird thing and not talked about that much. And, and then I've found actually that putting it out on Instagram, so many people, it's actually really sad. People have got common come or, or said to me, Oh my God, I had that. And I didn't know I had that. And I stopped breastfeeding because I thought there was something wrong with me. And like, I couldn't last more than a week because I had these like crippling feelings and I wish I knew or, or I have that. And, th- and I'm trying to power through and thank you for telling me what it is because right. it doesn't go away, but at least like you can put a name to it when you're um, experiencing it. But it's really sad. It's called D-Mare. I had that with Esme and I just didn't, I refused to breastfeed because I just felt very dark. Yeah. It's, it's not pleasant. It's really not. No. But there's so many things. I think there's so many surprises and my sister and my sister-in-law just had babies too. And they're like, you didn't tell me about this one. I was like, oh, I forgot about that one. Forgot about it. There's like a lot of them, you know, I told you. How do we forget? I feel like I forget from each pregnancy to the other. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. And there's a lot. I mean, there's a, you're there's like, a well, I told you about, you know, 85% of the things you expect me to remember a hundred percent, some stuff you got to find out <laughs> no for chance. yourself, you know, it's true. Some stuff is it's just true. a surprise. Are you comfortable sharing your like experience giving birth? Like, was it traumatic? Was it blissful? Was it fine? Can you share your story? Sure. I don't know. With Let's, let's share your last, your first one. Let's share size story. Okay. They were all actually pretty similar. You had much more like varying. I had a wild ride. Yeah. I think I've tried, I've experienced all kinds. Yeah, which is kind of cool. No, my experience with Sai and Dean and Ever were all very similar. I was induced with all of them. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of went down this same similar path. And I honestly didn't have to like push that long. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> It's like non-event. Wait, what path? No, I they mean, like, your- they went down a similar, <laughs> similar way. Came out Surprisingly, the <laughs> they all came out the same home. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was a similar journey for all three of them, you're saying? Yeah. Well, as far as like epidural. Were your postpartum similar or all different? Postpartums were all different. Definitely all different. Um, so I, I was like 
I guess I had postpartum something. I don't know if I would call it postpartum depression, but I had post, it was not just baby blues. Yeah. Are baby blues just a nice way of saying depression? No, baby blues are like, oh, if you have baby blues, you're normal. Postpartum depression is like when you have to like worry, I think. Wow, that's what I had with Esme. Postpartum. Not blues. Yeah, it was like way darker. It was like a dark, dark blue. I was in a dark hole. It was a very dark. (laughs) She was very navy. (laughs) Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know that I had it, though. I think especially if it's your first, you just think like, oh, this is just the new me. And I had a friend, my sister-in-law actually came over per my mother's suggestion, like, you got to get Alexa out of the house. She came over. She was like, come on, let's go for a walk. I was like, you go for a walk. I don't want to go for a walk. She's like, come on, just like a walk down the block. I want to try this like cookies because, you know, she was like kind of bribing me. And I was like, I do love cookies, but (laughs) I still don't want to go for a walk. (laughs) And then as we're walking, she said something to me about like that she had had postpartum. And my thought process there was, oh my God, she's trying to trick me into telling her I have postpartum too. I'm not going to fall for her tricks, you know, which you now look back on and realize is. But also you're, just so people know, you're, you hold a lot of things inside, which was probably what made it also harder for you because you didn't speak to anyone about it. Yeah. No, honestly, it wasn't until I was pregnant with Dean that I think my mom said something like, oh, maybe you want to talk to your doctor about like medication after birth. And I was like, why would I talk to my doctor about that? And she's like, because you had postpartum depression. I was like, I did. And then I ended up asking some friends, like, hey, did, was that weird after Psy? And they were like, yeah, you were really yeah. dark. You were in, like, a dark place. I was like, wow, I didn't – when you're in it, it's really hard to it's see. It's hard to see out. It's like, true. did you know with Esme? No. I was just like, I'm just, like, so anxious. I'm such an anxious person. And then Brandon's like, actually, like, you're worse than that. Like, you're very, very dark. Like, you're in a very dark place. Yeah. It was – and it was like, there was no – once you know that you can go there, like you'll always live with that. Fe- like for me, like I'll never forget being there. And it's totally. so scary to know that my mind can go to that place. Totally agree. Yeah. And so, I mean, speaking of all that, do you think, I mean, there's like a stigma, like you were afraid to say that, right? You were afraid to say that you had depression. Well, we, and also it wasn't how it was explained to me. Like people that said, you know, postpartum depression, they were like, if you were thinking of harming yourself or harming your baby, neither one of those things crossed my mind. Like I wasn't, that's not what I was right. suffering from. The, I think there's a lot of gray area that people don't talk about that still can be considered postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety that don't fall within that. Aren't right, just those that two. Extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I didn't think I had it because I was, I loved Psy. Right. Like I wanted to be with him every second. Like it wasn't. Mine was totally different too. I mean, mine was all focused on my health and me dying and leaving my kids. Like it was like a severe, like anxiety and depression around, I guess, losing them or separating from them. It was bizarre. Yeah. I think the stakes get higher as you have more children and suddenly you take your own yeah. life more seriously or something like that you're like worried about i don't know yeah worried about what if are what i need to really take care of myself because i have all of 
because I'm taking care of these other human beings that I love so much and I can't leave them without a mother or be sick or whatever, because I have this big responsibility. My anxiety around that is next level. Sunday night, I like jumped up because I had to catch my breath at the thought of like me getting sick and leave. And like, if I, God forbid, I mean, not anytime soon, but if I die, like, will I ever see my kids again? Like, will I ever see them again? Will I ever be like, what is the answer? Like that makes me sick to my stomach. Just the thought of that. And sometimes it pops in and I can't control it. You know? Yeah. That's scary. No, I, I totally agree. And I think it's gotten worse with each each kid. Yeah. It's just more intense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're like realizing there's three and you, what you're leaving. Yeah. yeah, It's like that love. I know. I know when I get on a plane, I'm like, Oh, I can't, I can't go down. I can't go down. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Like too much, too thin. I love these people too much. All right, Alexa, we're going to play what's worse. Are you ready? Diaper blowout or baby puke fest? Oh, puke fest. There's nothing worse to me than a stomach virus. Yeah. Okay. Toddler in store public meltdown oh. or toddler ruined one of your favorite tops? Oh, public meltdown. Definitely public meltdown. For like, there's sure. nothing worse no. than that. It's like, oh, the looking. Yeah, and you're I like, can't. I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Your kid punched another kid at school or got punched by another kid at school? Oh, I mean, uh, luckily, I've actually, Sai has been punched, but, and that's. I know. Yeah, I know. And, but if he punched someone else, I'd be like, no, I, mean, I wouldn't like that. Unless the kid deserved no. it. And then I'd be like, good job yeah. that you punched. Be like, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Attending your kid's friend's birthday party or planning your kid's birthday oh party? Oh my gosh. Equally. I, I hate both Equal. of them. Equally so bad. Much. So bad. So bad. Yeah, no. Okay. The smell of your kid's dirty diaper or the smell of your kid's sweaty feet? Oh, sweaty feet. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, but I don't know. Are girls sweaty feet the same as boys sweaty feet? Yeah, they're smelly. Okay. But they're cute. <laughs> like, you don't mind it being, like, moist. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like, let me have a little bite of that. Let me have a little bite of that. Yeah, I'll just take a little foot. nibble. Awkward conversation with your kid's friend's parents or awkward conversation with your kid's teacher? Mm, kid's friend's parents, I think. Parents. Yeah. 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 Your kid sneezes in your mouth or your kid poops on you? <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's worse uh, you know the poop thing I mean, like, really doesn't but in the mouth yeah really that feels like poops on me like fine yeah I don't know yeah I don't want I, can't tell I don't know also it depends I have to say it depends if it's like your six year old yeah. or your baby because if it's like they sneeze in yeah. your mouth you're like I love you so much yeah <laughs> yeah baby so cute <laughs> yeah. six year old you're like oh. yeah exactly I know that's so interesting how age really does start mm-hmm. to change things like that. Yeah. I I actually ate a little bit of Navy's poop, I think, two days ago. Oh, how yeah, were you in that situation? Yeah. yeah. So I, I changed the diaper so fast. And I guess there was like, I don't know. And I went to go eat and I didn't wash my hands. Okay. Dude, like, I don't have time. Like, I'm holding her and I was like, yeah. well, I didn't really touch it. Like, yeah, it's fine. fine. You're fine. But somehow it managed to get like on the side. And I was like. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like still smelling the the poop. I'm like maybe it just like got him like I don't know. Right. Maybe because she's next to me, like right. maybe her her onesie. Right. But it was there. It was okay. Well, you'll okay. live to tell the tale. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if these movies would be the right 
choices for you, but watching Frozen for the 763rd time or watching Moana for the 763rd time? Oh, um, I kind of dig. But what are your equivalents? No, uh, yeah, we've been there. Um, okay. I kind of dig Moana. I go through, yeah. I, I, I go through basis. I Right now it's Luca for us. Oh, yeah. I love Luca. Luca's cute. When you're disciplining your kid and your mom comes in and negates everything you just said, or when your mom passively, aggressively judges your parenting decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Those are both so bad. So the worst. Good though. What a great The negating. Oh. oh man. That's my mom. I'm like, you cannot do it. My mom's like, come here and let me give you a cookie <laughs> and you come with me. You come with your salsa. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I guess what they're that's what they're there for. Mm. I don't know. Sure. I know. Sure. All right, that's it. Those are all of them. Those are good. I could play that game for a whole podcast. I love that game. Keep them that's coming. so fun. <laughs> Where can we follow you and your brand and keep up with what you're doing? At Alexa Lee. At Alexa Lee, AlexaLee.com. Mm-hmm. Where, so- where is Alexa Lee sold? I have sold? so many places now. Thanks. I Thanks know. It's very so exciting. Thanks so much to you, too, actually. For, I wouldn't even have Alexa. I wouldn't have nearly the business I had if it wasn't for you using your platform oh God. for good. Uh, I'm stop serious. it. I love you. People love you because, you know, it's one thing for me to post someone and I post you. I mean, I post Alexa Lee, but I post more like you as my friend, like my best friend. But people are now invested in you. You know, like they stick around because of you, you know, and your brand and your jewelry and people genuinely love it. Yes, you can find it on my website now, ShopBop, Revolve, Madewell. And then all the like Love Shack fancy stores across the country, they are open up new, opening up new ones, I feel like, on the daily. And a lot of boutiques really across across the state. Yep. Actually in Canada, too. A couple Canada stores. So we're doing, we're doing things. We're busy. Mm-hmm. Doing good. We're over trying. So this has been such a fun conversation. Thank you for joining me and giving us the chance to talk about friendship and jewelry. Like she said, you could follow her on Instagram at Alexa Lee. Thank you to all the listeners out there. Find more about me on Instagram at Ariel Charnas and at somethingnavy.com. And you could reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on. DM us on Instagram at somethingnavy. See you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnas and at Something Navy. See you next week.